Hi, good morning. My name is Martin. What a privilege to share God's word with you. Can we please close our eyes for a word of prayer? Father, in the name of Jesus, we humble ourselves and come before you this very morning. We thank you for a time like this, a time to hear from you. And as I stand here as a vessel, O Lord, I ask of you that let me not speak men enticing words, but let me speak your word with power in the name of Jesus. I ask of you, O Lord, that let every heart here be prepared to receive your word, the word by which the Bible says that it is incorruptible, the word by which we can be able to live our life. Here we are, O Lord, waiting to hear from you. In Jesus' glorious name we pray. Somebody say hallelujah. Amen. It's great to be in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm so excited for this opportunity. God is good. Let's quickly go to uh, the Word of God. We've taken our scripture reading from Mark chapter 10. It will be on the screen, yeah. Mark chapter 10, I'm reading from the 46th verse. Jesus and his disciples came into Jericho. As Jesus was leaving Jericho together with his disciples, a sizable crowd, a blind beggar named Bartimaeus, Timaeus' son, was sitting beside the road. When he heard that Jesus of Nazareth was there, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, show mercy on me. Many scolded him, telling him to be quiet. But he shouted even louder, son of David, show mercy on me. Jesus stopped and said, call him forward. They called the blind man, be encouraged, get up. He's calling you, throwing his coat to the side, he jumped up and came to Jesus. Jesus asked him, what do you want me to do for you? The blind man, though he was blind, but he knew what he wanted. He said, teacher, I want to see. This morning, I don't know what you want, but the blind man said he wanted to see. Jesus said, go, go your faith has healed you. And the Bible says that at once he was able to see and began to follow Jesus on the way. Hallelujah. And then the verse, chapter 11, the same Mark 11, the same Mark by 11, 22. And Jesus answered them, have faith in God. Hallelujah. Turn to your neighbor sitting next to you and ask him or her 
What's your faith in? Did you get any answer? <laughs> Hallelujah. Jesus said, have faith in God. And today, we're looking at have faith in God. That will be the title for today. Amen. In the scripture we just read, we came across a gentleman by name, Batimaios. Batimaios had an issue. Just as each and every one of us sitting right here had an issue. If you go through the scriptures, there are several people who always had issues in life. But when they came in contact with the one who made the heavens and the earth, there was a change in their life. You can remember the woman with the issue of blood. His issue was over 12 years. But the Bible says that when she encountered Jesus, there was a change. You remember a man who was seated at the pool. They said he's been there for 38 years. He had an issue. But when he encountered Jesus, there was a change. You remember very well of Abraham and the wife Sarah. They equally had issue. But when they encountered God, the maker of the heavens and the earth, there was a change in their life. As we sit here today, my issue might be different from your issue. We might be all going through the same storm, but we might be sitting in the different boat. But I've got news for you that God is the one that changes our circumstances. So sometimes the issues in our life are not meant to destroy us, but they are meant to sow the power of God in our lives. Hallelujah. If you read John chapter 8, chapter 9, verse 1, the Bible says that Jesus and his disciples, one time they were walking just as it happened in Jericho. And the disciples saw a man who was blind from birth. But with Bartimaeus, we don't know if he was blind from birth or it was an accident. But in John chapter 9, we are told that the disciples asked Jesus, what was the cause of this guy's sickness. Sometimes, when you are going through times of difficulties and challenges, your mind will be spinning and you'll be wondering, what could it be? Could it be something I've done wrong? Could it be something that someone has done to me? But I want you to know that God always intervenes and comes in our situations when we think no one can help us. So Jesus responded to the disciples, religiously, because you are Jews, you always think that when people are going through situations, it's because of a sin that they've committed or because of a challenge that their parents might have done that have resulted this upon them. But this situation is for the fact that the glory of God will be manifested in his life. Hallelujah. I have news for you. Your issue or your situation you are going through, it is not meant to destroy you. It is for the glory of God to be manifested in your life. It may take a year or it will take two years. But like Jesus said, have faith in God. I don't know where your faith is, but I come to announce to you that if there is any place you can place your faith in, you ought to place your faith in God. As the Bible declares, that looking unto Jesus, who is Jesus? The Bible says that he's the altar and the finisher of our faith. Your faith and my faith the altar and the beginner of our faith is Jesus. He operated by faith. He lived by faith. And he has called us into this kingdom. 
The Bible says that we are citizens of God's kingdom. This kingdom currency is operated on the dimension of faith. For the Bible says that without faith, it's impossible to please God. Hallelujah. Here we are introduced into the chapter of this man by name Bartimaeus. He had issue, but thanks be to God that in the midst of his issue, something spectacular happened to him. The Bible says that Jesus was going out of Jericho. I don't know where Bartimaeus was when Jesus entered into town, but perhaps he might have gone looking for money because we were told that he was a beggar. But then again, the Bible says that as Jesus was living, as Jesus was living, I believe that God has a timing for everything. Sometimes you might think it's a bit too late, but God is never late. Hallelujah. God is never late. Hallelujah. Your situation could take years, but have faith in God. It may not happen yet, last year. It may not happen this year. But one thing I know, that the God Almighty is able to do far more externally and above, beyond what you can think or imagine. Somebody shout hallelujah. And the Bible says that something happened to the blind man. Inasmuch as he was blind, but he could hear. He was blind, but he could hear. And in the verse 10, chapter 10, verse 47, the Bible says that he heard. Say he heard. Say he heard. I don't know what you're hearing today, but the Bible says that faith comes by hearing. So as you are hearing God's word, may your faith rise in the name of Jesus. And in the book of Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4, the Bible says that the righteous shall live by his faith. And I believe that the blind man realized that there is something about this Jesus. And though he could not see, but he could hear. And once he heard the word of God, the Bible says that he began to shout. The Bible says that he began to scream. I don't know what you are hearing. Sometimes the things you hear has the tendency to bring fear and panic to you. We were all here two years ago when we heard of a virus. We thought the virus was far away from us. Lo and behold, it came to town. But thanks be to God that regardless of all that, we are still here. Hallelujah. Then we thought we were, we were okay and life was coming back to normal. Here we are being confronted by another situation. There is a war going on. But I don't want you to have this fear. For the Bible declare in the book of John, Jesus said to the disciples that in this life you have challenges and troubles. But in me you find peace. In him, there is something called peace. Hallelujah. And Jesus said, I have called you. And he said, my yoke is light and my burden is not heavy. He said, come to me and I will give you rest. When we come to Christ, Christ gives us rest. Hallelujah. So the blind man, according to 47, the Bible says that he heard that Jesus was in town. And because he heard, he had faith in what he heard. Hallelujah. And today I come to announce to you, as the Bible declare, that we shall not live by what we see, for the just shall live by his faith. And the Bible says that we, that we don't live by what we see, but we live by faith. Hallelujah. May your faith rise today in the name of Jesus. May your faith rise today in the name of Jesus. The Bible says that he heard. And as I pray, as I pray today, that may the Lord God Almighty who called you, even before you were formed, may your faith rise in him in the name of Jesus. The Bible says that he heard. Amen. 
And what did he hear? He heard that Jesus was in town. And today Jesus is telling you that he's in the building. Hallelujah. Jesus is in the building. The Bible says, and when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out. There was something that he heard that the people didn't hear. Even though he was blind, but he could hear. That is the power of what God's word is able to do. The Bible says that the word of God is sharper. This very word, according to Hebrews, it said by, by faith, we understand that this very world that we see, they were framed, not by anything, but by this spoken word. So when he heard the word, he knew that something miraculous could happen to him because the word was in town, hallelujah. And the Bible says that we have to hold on to this word because it is this word that we are born with. The Bible says in the book of First Peter chapter 1, verse 23, it says we are born again. By this word, it is a seed. It's not a seed that perish. It's a this uncorruptible seed. So when you come to God, God gives birth to you by his word. And this word is meant to grow. And there is something we call the, the, the planting season and then the revelation season. Jesus and Paul said that one plants, another waters, but God does what? God brings the increase. So there is a period whereby the word is planted. And there is a period whereby the word is nurtured. That is what we do. When we come here, we preach the word of God. We are nurturing you so that you grow to the manifestation and the fulfillment. And God is the one that brings the increase. Hallelujah. You are a seed. You are not like a body. Bodies are buried, but seeds are planted. And once you are planted in the house of God, may God bring the increase in your life. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The Bible says that the blind man heard. And when he heard... Something happened to him. Hallelujah. He heard that Jesus, the son of David, was in town. Hallelujah. And the Bible says that the people began to rebuke him. They told him to be silent. But the Bible says that he cried them all, Son of David, have mercy on me. They were rebuking him. Sometimes what happened to our faith is that when circumstances become quite unbearable, the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 16, it said, take on the the shield of what? Faith. What does the shield do? It stops the fairy darts from coming to you. And our battlefield is our mind. It has doubt. It has insecurity. And sometimes you feel you can't make it. That is what the enemy does. He always throws the fairy darts. But when you take up the shield of faith, when he brings it up, hallelujah. So you need when it comes to the stage that you think is not possible, when things are telling you that you can't make it, when things are telling you that this situation is not going to change, you need a shield of faith. It is the shield of faith that takes away the fairy darts of the enemy. When we go to Genesis chapter 1, the Bible says that the enemy came to the garden, but Adam and Eve forgot their shield of faith. The devil thought he could do the same strategy on Jesus. When Jesus was fasting, the Bible says that the devil came to him with the same strategy. If you be the son of God, but he had a shield of faith on, so he was able to stop the fairy darts that the enemy was bringing. As you are seated today, I don't know what is going through your mind. I don't know where you are right now in your work with God, but you need that shield of faith. You need that shield of faith. That it doesn't matter the circumstance that you find yourself in. You need to have the confidence in the fact that God is able. Hallelujah. God is able. And the Bible says in Psalm 56 verse 9, David said, this I know. As believers, we ought to be able to come to the state and say that it doesn't matter what is happening, but this 
peace I know that if God be for me, who can be against me? It doesn't matter what I'm going through. It doesn't matter the storm. If God be for me, who can be against me? Hallelujah. God is good. The Bible says that he was being rebuked by the people, but yet he continued to cry out. He continued to cry out, and he continued to cry out. And the Bible says that as he continued crying, something happened to him. Jesus called him. If you go to Matthew, it says that there is something about prayer. But one thing I never thought about was the fact that Jesus says, ask, seek, and knock, but there was no timeline. So sometimes you keep praying that, well, how come I'm praying, but nothing is happening? But he says, ask, seek, and knock. He says, he who asks, receives. He who seek, seeks. And he who knocks, the door will be open. But then there is no timeline. So it means that you have to keep on doing it. And how do you keep on doing something? You need the faith. Are you with me? But God is able Look at the children of Israel. It took them over 430 years. But just overnight, something miraculous happened to them. Hallelujah. So it doesn't matter how long. Just keep on praying. Just keep on doing what you are doing. Sometimes it gets to a point that the enemy will throw the, 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 the issues to you like, you know what, I've had enough of this. Just let it go. But I come in the volumes of the book of the word of God to encourage you today that don't look at the storm. Because that was what happened to Peter. He heard the word that come, and he started walking on water. But out of nowhere, the Bible says that he looked at the storm around him, and he started going down. It is not Peter alone. It does happen to each and every one of us. I believe. Some of you might know our story, myself and my wife. The first pregnancy, out of nowhere, there was a miscarriage. Second pregnancy, there was a miscarriage. And I started praying. I started praying. Because the Bible says that affliction will not repeat itself a second time. And then the third miscarriage came. And I was like, no way, this is not happening. But the Bible says that many are the afflictions of the righteous. Hallelujah. It means that your afflictions could be many, but the Lord will deliver you. So I said to myself, you know what? We've been through the first miscarriage, the second miscarriage, the third one. I'm not going to be discouraged because I believe that God is able. And just like the three Hebrew men, even if we don't have a child, I will still continue to believe and have faith in him. Because the Bible says that if we have hope in only this life, then we are just like the unbelievers. Because for them, all their hope is what they can have within this world. But we have much more. He said, I came to give you life and to give you in abundance. The abundance is about eternity. Because our faith in God is true salvation to eternity. Our hope is not about this life. Paul said, for me to live is Christ. For me to die is gain. So for us, it's a win-win. It's just unfortunate. We hear what is happening in Russia and Ukraine. You have your properties, you have everything. And out of nowhere, you are going with just your hand luggage. This world is passing away. What's your faith in? When the corona hit us, we saw what happened. It could happen to you, it could happen to me. But if there is anything we have to put our faith in, we have to put our faith in the one who the Bible says that is the ancients of days. He never changes. The Bible says that he's the unchanging God in the changing world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the Bible says that he kept on shouting 
And then Jesus called him up. Hallelujah. And as you keep praying, as you keep praying, there's going to be a time. There's going to be a time that you will get what you want in the name of Jesus. Verse 50. 50. And, and throwing off his coat, he sprang up and came to Jesus. And Jesus said to him, what do you want me to do for you? Hallelujah. That's quite interesting. I mean, Jesus can clearly see that this man right there needs help. But he just wanted him to tell him what exactly he wanted. Are you with me? He knew that a guy could not see. But yet he said, what do you want me to do for you? So sometimes we need to recognize our needs so God can be able to fix our vision. You have to be able to recognize what your needs are so that God will be able to fix your vision. Hallelujah. And he said, I want to see. This is what he said. And I love what he said. He was so precise. And the blind man said to him, Rabbi, let me recover my sight. And Jesus said to him, go your way. Your faith has made you well. And the Bible says that and immediately he recovered his sight and followed him on the way. That's so powerful. He came to Jesus and said, you know what? I want to recover my sight. I need to see you. Today, I don't know what you're seeing, but I want you to see God in a different perspective today. Because it is only your faith that can activate the unseen. When you have faith, as the Bible says that by faith we understand that this very world was framed by God's word. And the things that are seen today were made out of things unseen. So it is only your faith that can activate the unseen. So though my wife and I were going through the all kind of issues that we could not even bear, but our faith in God was able to activate the unseen. And today we're here we are, we have a lovely baby girl. And thanks be to God. Hallelujah. I don't know what your challenge is today, but I come to assure you that it may not happen today. It may not happen tomorrow. But let your faith activate the unseen. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. It is my prayer today that just like the blind man heard, even as you hear the word of God today, let faith arise in you. Because the Bible says that the just shall live by his faith. It means that the destiny of your life. It's not dependent on who is against you, but it's dependent on the presence of faith in your life because the just shall live by his faith. So the presence of faith in your life will determine your destiny. So here we are. Some people will say, I don't know what the will of God is for my life. I don't know what my destiny is going to be like. But when it comes to faith, the presence of faith in your life will determine what your destiny is going to be. And the Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 11, verse 32, it says, when it comes to faith, what else shall we say? Time will not permit us. It says, I have not even talked about Daniel. I have not even talked about Samson. I have not even talked about Barak. I have not even talked about Sarah. Faith, without it, no one shall see the Lord. And I want you to know that faith is not a substitute. But faith is a substance. God is real, but you need to put your faith in him because all other things are a sinking sun. Let's bow down our head. I don't know where you are now with your walk with God. I don't know what your challenges might be. But the scripture said, Bartimaeus was blind he heard. Today you've heard God's word. Your issue might not be blindness, but I believe you have an issue. 
as the band come around and play the Waymaker, as we sing along, please can Duncan help us? As we sing along, Jesus is the only Waymaker. He's the only one that can make a difference in your life. Whatever issue might be confronting you today, remember that you are before the Waymaker. You are the, before the one who keeps covenant. He's the one who is able to do exceedingly above what you can think. I don't know what you're thinking or imagine. This is not a feeling. It is faith. Because the just shall live by his faith. Your destiny is going to depend on your faith. It is my prayer that as Duncan help us to pray, wherever you might be, if you need your faith to grow in any area of your life, you can place your hand on your heart. Or if you want to come forward, you can come forward as Duncan will help us and lead us in the time of prayer. Amen.